God, yes. Uh, yeah, and we are live. We yeah, are, we, are we both live. almost slept through our own show. It's been that week. Swear to God, this is one of the. This is one of those weeks, and not only one of those days, where it's been back to back meetings, presentations, uh, more meetings, and I'm talking like day job, YouTube stuff, a whole bunch yeah. of things going on. And I was telling Juan just a second ago, I said, I, I almost fell asleep and then I panic woke up <laughs> out of the couch thinking I slept through this thing, right? Like I slept through the show. We are like, oh my God. And I'm like, oh no, I still have some time. Okay, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. That's the worst way to wake up. But while you were doing that, I was literally nodding off while trying to eat a hot dog for dinner tonight. It's so right. It's been a tough day, man. It's, it's been a week, like, man. It really well, has. I know, absolutely. Yeah, one day after another, but... Like so right. I've been up since like three ten, and I started at four thirty. I had a seven o'clock. No, I had a six o'clock. Today's first day back to school with Omar, so we had to get him ready, kind of go back and walk him through. Oh, that's it's cool though. So half days, we're 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 back into it. Kids are back in school here in Southern California. So, um, you know that, and then top that off with a whole bunch of new project I'm working on during the day with the day job stuff. So that we they wanted to meet, they wanted to talk. This, so there's a lot of things going on, and I I I, I just I didn't take a time to rest. I should have taken like a short, quick power nap or something like that, but I didn't. So yeah, uh, <laughs> if I seem a little bit absent-minded, I was telling Juan before the show. If I if if I miss a beat, <laughs> let me know or reel me I, in. I kind of feel like at some point in this podcast, both of us are about to hit like just some like thousand-yard stare. <laughs> There's going to be like that empty, awkward pause, mm-hmm. and then one mm-hmm. of us will go. Uh, well, yeah. So the yeah. the cool thing about that is scramble 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 vamp yeah, well, vamp vamp exactly try to figure out what it is and just like i totally agree yeah uh-huh yeah no definitely Perfect. and yeah. and i'm, I'm kind of right there in the same boat with you like it, it it genuinely was a week of 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 good things um yeah. you know for our i saw you called... on uh all of uh you know um all about android i was actually in the chat trying to you know talk and w- when you guys were recording but they weren't reading my chat so i was like okay i see how it is because i you know don't really do a lot of interaction it's it's a very well oiled machine i'll say it really is when i was on the show it was like absolutely like i wish i could run my podcast the way they do with the production and oh yeah they they throw a little bit of comedy but um but it was nice to see you there again i mean i know i know you guys are are, are really good friends uh it's been about a couple years since i was on last but it's still Mm -hmm. uh it was it was still a lot of fun to see you you've been so you've been around that's what i'm trying to say you've been busy So oh, I did that. I also did my um my buddy's uh, podcast, Augmented Experience Podcast. I just know as okay. the AE Podcast. Yes, okay. Augmented Experience Podcast, um, where we talked about some of the Apple security stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was in a bunch of pre-production meetings on some projects, which hopefully will be cool. And yep. then this afternoon, I, from you, you were up early this morning. I was up early this morning sort of troubleshooting the last couple steps for us to get that Asus live stream out Good. the door, which okay. is always kind of a head trip when they're just like, Hey, Juan, you know, like just jump into Streamyards and run this stream for Newegg and the world's largest PC component manufacturer and handle the live stream and handle the chat and host and make sure all of the assets are in place and, and do a drawing for for some giveaways that we're gonna do (laughs) that's a that's a lot wait so you did that this afternoon yeah that was this afternoon that's exactly what i was doing at 4 30 a.m 
Yeah. Except it was for honor. Mm-hmm. So let me, yeah, let me just I, sit in the hot seat and host this thing for you and run I, it. Why don't I run the whole thing? Yeah, and exactly. I had to actually troubleshoot a, uh, an issue that I didn't realize I needed to fix was how to bring in an audio feed, uh, a video yeah. and audio feed without latency. And I had to literally run my, so I, I figured it out at the, at the end was I literally had to bring it in as a, as a presenter, as a person. Yes. And then I had to run it on a separate PC <laughs> and run and with the audio and, and just to get it's yeah, like so a uh, janky, but it works. It's not so weird way to do it. But like, <laughs> but once I did it and I, and I realized like it was buttery smooth. The feed was great. Mm-hmm. Um, no stuttering, no issues. And the network handled it like a champ. It was so early in the morning. Nobody was on, <laughs> on, the, internet. was on. the internet was empty at that point here in my area. So it was, I mean, I was stressing out. That's why I woke up like an hour and a half before it. Yeah. Worried that I was, you know, that things were going to go up, that people are not going to show up and whatever. So short answer, I had that. And then I had a a pre-briefing for uh, an upcoming thing uh, right after, like the, the second it ended, I closed StreamYard and opened up Zoom. I was like, huh? uh, And it's like, we're talking about, yeah, so amazing that we both had the very similar experiences yeah. Streamyard pulled through i say i'll have to say that it was Streamyard hold it held its own it was a good day for Streamyard. yes um, yes they, they they came in clutch for i, I think both of our projects yeah uh, absolutely uh so i i see we have a lot of our friends already lfa uh, is already in the chat uh david burns is in there aditya greg uh michael peppertech as usual thank you very much everybody for hanging out with us uh, and of course, Andrew. Uh, oh, Andrew. Produce, exactly. Senior. Gary the Fireman. Yes. Greg. Yeah, we got them all. So, oh, Sebastian. Sebastian popped yes. in to say hello there. Excellent. Yeah, I'll see you uh, Yes. So it's Orad. Been oh, Orad and I have been sharing some DMs about all this like Samsung news and. and, and oh, that's like, right. That was another thing. You were also. You were also on the, what is it called? The Twitter chat, Twitter fleet, whatever they call the Twitter. Oh rooms. yeah. Well, Ted, Ted. So I didn't, I didn't host that. I just, oh, I know it was Ted jumped room. into their, to their, I, I, so I do this thing where mm-hmm. someone creates a platform for people to talk and then I join it and then I suck all the air out of the room. Um, and That's I unfortunately did a bit of that when Ted, uh, uh, Saeed Ted, um, yeah. Put, put put together a Twitter spaces to talk about Samsung. And and I felt kind of bad, but it was, I feel like a pretty good back and forth conversation. Uh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Zach jumped in at the end that. as well with us. Uh, it was a good, it was a good conversation. I was in the middle of doing things during the day. <laughs> and as I was going on, it says some gadget guy is talking. I'm like, what? What do you mean? Yes, Twitter has a weird way of notifying you when somebody you follow. It's so weird. Yeah. So I was like, I has to get like DMs about? on so and so's, you know, joining this Twitter space. And like, why is that a DM? Yeah. So, but anyway, when I saw that, uh, I, I jumped in and it was a good conversation. I liked it. Uh, I could see the the different point of views of the conversation, obviously, sure. with uh, both, both sides. And uh, what I wanted to kind of, the only thing I was trying to say at the time was that. Both sides are, are looking at it, but I, with the understanding of the, the I forgot well, the name of the gentleman. Well, um, hold on. D- I mean, do do we just want to start off this week's show? Because I mean, I feel sure. Samsung's pretty big news, and there was a lot to talk about with their announcements. And it yeah. seems like every day we get away from Unpacked, my feelings morph on these products a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, where I'm I'm getting baby steps, even a little bit more frustrated with Galaxy Watch, and okay. increasingly more impressed with Z Flip. But I, I kind of feel I like the old misses the mark. Uh, I think 
I think the Z, so to, to come, to comment back on the conversation, so yes, obviously please. we didn't know this before. So when you were on all about Android, um, you were discussing the concept of the, you know, Samsung's claiming they're going to be trying to, you know, uh, bring it back. Are they going to be able to win back markets, sell a lot of units on these foldables? Obviously mm-hmm. at the time we were talking ahead of unpacked, uh, that's when your, your conversation was there, but now we kind of, we now understand that Samsung's approach to this is the fact that they, they lowered the price on the Z flip. I think the Z flips going to yeah. end up becoming the star of the show. For sure. Although, obviously, Samsung would like you to buy the eighteen and seventeen, eighteen hundred dollar uh, unit. A thousand dollars for a phone that, even if you do any trade-in on, drops it down to about seven or eight hundred bucks if you do a decent trade-in into it. Mm-hmm. Um, is and and is is a foldable. Uh, also has a bigger display. Has five G. Not necessarily going to have the longest battery, but that form factor, the the function that we get there, it's very unique. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, and, and I and I cannot. So I, I can't wait to try. Some, I want to be able to try it out. I'm hoping Best Buy will start having units for for testing very soon, so I can just go and play with one. For sure. Um, but yeah, the conversation of upgrading or the 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 conversation that you guys were having on Twitter, it struck it struck a really interesting uh, opinion on my end because I do agree on on one side with. Uh, your approach where basically Samsung is just literally not reading the room correctly. They're not walking. Mm-hmm. They're not really following the trends. They they are basically comprom- making compromises. They're not trying to give you the, for the lack of a better word, balls to the wall. They basically yeah. give me the full experience, as you said. And I agree with you on that. Um, and I kind of also agreed with, uh, and I, I don't remember the name of the gentleman um, that was talking to you, uh, the one that was talking, that you guys were going back and forth a little bit. Uh, not Saeed, the, the other gentleman. I forgot this name. Um I mean, there were a couple of people in the room. There was. I want to say it was Todd, but I could be wrong. But short answer, his approach was it's like a lot of people would go into the store and they would really base their decision mostly on, um, you know, how much more am I going to be paying a month for this device? Oh, it's Trent. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. Uh, I I knew the conversation could. I'm bad with names. I'll just say Uh, that right now. Formerly uh, Tech Rants, but but (laughs) Trent's Tech. Trent's Tech, yes. Um, But what I wanted to kind of to to. To his point, I understand his his approach, and I, I agree with him. That's somewhat how I do it when I go in with a mm-hmm. T-Mobile device. But there's one thing that we also forget is that at a thousand dollars, I think it's eight or nine hundred dollars and above, every single phone you jump from one phone or you just say how much more you're going to pay, there is a down payment that is non-refundable, mm-hmm. and and, and his, you pay taxes and that. So that there was that part of the conversation that I felt like he didn't mention or he didn't touch on because. In in a way, yes, maybe your monthly payment goes up ten dollars a month, but that's because you've already put down payment and reduced the total value right. that you're financing. That's how the number is lower, um, and that's been my biggest gripe with T-Mobile uh, and 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 not not the personally these, at these their like end. perpetual leasing program. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, which is what I'm what I'm in, and I it, it was great at the beginning when phones were around seven eight hundred bucks, but now every <laughs> phone is like a thousand plus, and of course you know and now T-Mobile this one takes a, it up to eighteen hundred to start. Which, a, absolutely, yeah. so. That has like a six hundred dollar down payment that you do not get back. So even if I want to do a jump on demand for that and, and let's say switch out of it, and I'm only paying let's say fifty or forty five bucks or whatever, I lost six hundred. Yeah, it's you, like a, you bought a Pixel Five exactly, and and, and, and you gave it away you get to pay fifty bucks a month for two years. <laughs> so so I mean his his and point don't is, get the is, is well taken when we're talking about phones where their difference the Delta is nine hundred dollars to twelve hundred dollars. You know what? I totally agree with him there. I'm probably not going to feel that difference. But going from like a OnePlus 9 kind of phone, a Galaxy S21 kind of phone, no one's making the jump to a Fold 3. 
no, no, it, no. It, I, or, or I should say the people who do make that jump will absolutely feel it and they know what they're doing. No one is just casually chipping in an extra 40 bucks a month um, or or paying 600 up front and then still paying 50 bucks a month. So it, it, it's that it's that kind of um, I'm not accusing Trent of goalpost moving. Oh, no, but no. I feel I, that that's a common theme in a lot of our tech conversations. I was in another Twitter space just as an observer this morning mm-hmm. where it was so much hoop jumping. Uh, well, I mean, Samsung needed to put a crappy selfie camera on the inside of the fold. And there's just no way that they could on bundle the say. accessories to make it more like a note. Because yeah, no one would want to buy all of the note accessories unless they really wanted to. So it's good that Samsung is piecemealing this out. And, and, and it, it has to be, and, and again, literally anytime I was, I was hearing these, these kinds of justifications for what mm-hmm. Samsung had to do. Mm-hmm. I, I just, every single reviewer in there, I, I mentally swapped out the name Samsung and put in one plus or swapped out the name Samsung and put in LG and could, could literally think of videos and reviews where they'd be like, this is a half-baked feature. There's no way anyone should ever pay for something that's not fully fleshed out generation four. But then here they are. Well, no, it's it's really good that they put this technology in the Fold 3 because that's the only way it's going to get refined. So, you know, it, it's really the best of of the compromises you could have had. It's, it's a very that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I and I think it's almost like talking from both sides of your mouth, really, to a it certain is. point. And and it is reality, but again, that's what I mean is is yeah. when we talk about price and value, there's this all of this goalpost moving where Samsung is allowed to charge you out the wazoo for kind of a watered down version of it this. It actually idea. has a smaller so it has a smaller battery than the Z Fold 2. The 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 improvements that we saw realistically and a thirstier CPU. <laughs> And, and, and absolutely, and they went with the 888 uh, as which again I, we understood. So no 88 plus, which again doesn't make a big difference for us. What I what I what I came out of the unpacked event with, I was able, a little bit like I love the introduction. I love the fact that they showed off the the, the watch because I wanted to see yeah. more about what the watch is. Well, and, and they actually got into it because yeah, I felt no, like the phones were so shallow, and they actually took some time to talk about the watch. It, and it was very much like they dove into it. They gave us all the details. And then when it came down to the fold, it was very o- almost like top level, like they shifted approach to like, OK, we're going to hit the high points now. Um, I, I I don't. It, I'm, I, I wanted to say that I'm getting somewhat of the same feeling of how the S21 was at to a certain point at the announcement. It feels like this year's is although it has some improvements in areas, it still is somewhat of a downgrade from last year to a certain point. The mm-hmm. size, the shape, everything pretty much the same. I mean, yes, we get 120 hertz on both displays. That's great, yeah. which I think people will appreciate. But um, it was really more about I feel like they were trying to go specifically for a sound bite. This year's folds, foldables from Samsung are cheaper. Exactly. And I yeah. think that's literally and the, it feels the big really soundbite. cynical. Yeah. And I think that's what they want people to say. And when want that that to kind of ever, ever so permeate through the conversations that it, that they are cheaper. Um, but then I don't think they really counted on the fact that the Z Flip actually looks really good at, at that right around the price point with the improvements that they've done. Mm-hmm. The IPX rating, I think, is the biggest thing that drove me crazy with the Z Fold 2. 
I couldn't take it anywhere. Like seriously, yeah. we would go to events, like uh, not events, but um, we went to Magic Mountain and, and we would go to I, the I, beach. I made I this point home. in one of my conversations and please tell me if you think I'm off base here, but I like to go down to the beach. I'm, I'm, I'm a straight shot down to Malibu. I was if about I to have say, a fold, live in Cali. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if I have a fold, that means I also need another phone yeah. that I can take places. And, and again, for, for someone like me, I would be golden with like a pixel three a as my Absolutely. beach communicator phone, brilliant camera. I can take, you know, photos and videos of Lex out of the ocean mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I, I'd be fine beating up a two year old $300 phone. I mean, I would be fine, but yeah. I would need it. There you is would. no way from in as, as from the limited time that I've spent with a fold two, there mm-hmm. is no way a fold could survive one of our beach trips hanging out all day on the sand. No. Uh, and, and that was my biggest concern with that. And, and I, that's like I said, that part I was appreciative, but there was a big caveat under that statement where it says IPX8, um, no pool and no salt water. So essentially what they're saying is if you are at home and you happen to splash some water on it, that's about the extent of it. Or if you're outdoors and it rains on you a little bit, you're okay. But don't go to the beach. Don't go to the pool. This is not, and it is not dust resistant. It's purely water. So yeah, the, X8. X8, yeah, exactly. So and don't get me wrong. I understand and I I think they, people wanted some water resistance. And the fact that they did it is good. But yeah, it's great. It it's not like a uh, it's not like the oh my god it's you know the you know like the discovery of sliced bread kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I I saw the announcement. I I was ex- again. Um, I I think the S Pen w- was a little bit of a. I mean, I understood how it's designed, but the S Pen Pro was a little bit of a, a letdown. It turned out to be so massive. I don't know why I didn't think it was that big of an S Pen in the announcement in January. Do you remember it being that yeah. much like a like a? It's I like mean, a. It's like a charcoal. It's, a, you know? it's like an apple. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like an apple pencil full size. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, anyway, so I, I felt more confused when I came out of it, um, and I, but I was really excited for the S Pen. Realistically, I, I actually wanted to see what the Pro would do because those are some of the functions. Mm-hmm. But the, the 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 sheer size of the Pro, the uh, S Pen, that it becomes un, unusable. It, it's it's not a portable solution. You do not take that with you just to have Bluetooth connectivity to do trigger pictures as opposed to what the Note does. So anyways, hold on. Let me just pull out my yardstick. No, exactly. Honey, hold on a second. I'm going to push the button from here. Hold on a second. So Uh, so I I could just point with the the S Pen from here and touch the shutter button on the camera. Or you could just go to good old, good old classic. Just raise your hand. Doing 3D. It's old (laughs) SCTV gags because I'm ancient. Um, I, I'm 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 walking away from this event, and I really appreciated what they had to say about the watch, yeah. new fitness tracking features, ECG, um, this this new like uh, body mapping, these these biosensors yeah. that are going into the watch. Something I'm getting cool. really excited, and I'm not huge into fitness trackers. I, I got I mean, worried a little bit with the when they said shock, a very minor electrical shift. I yeah. Like, huh? <laughs> wow. I mean, you you really got to be a Samsung fan, I guess. <laughs> Um, but but getting out of that announcement and then finding that ecg and and the 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 body electro sensors Mm -hmm. only gonna work if you're on a a galaxy phone you can't pair those features with any other watch and there was like another um i think android authority put this out Mm -hmm. uh uh, steve de roche uh shared it in the discord 
that the Galaxy Watch 4 is only going to have one assistant and it's not going to be Google Assistant, which I have zero interest in interacting with Bixby on my watch. I and, missed and, that part. So, so they literally brought, they made Android Wear Tizen? Yeah. Because I, I was about to say, the, the look and the feel of everything, yeah. They, yeah, they literally skinned Android Wear to, to the point where it doesn't even look like Android Wear. If, if we're going to skin Wear OS, I, I like the strategy from Mobvoi better. Yeah. I, the, 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 the customizations are, are more minor. I mean, if you go into like the Wear OS subreddit, you can see all these people like demobvoying their watches to improve battery life and improve performance and free up extra storage. And I get it. Um, yeah, but some of those Mobvoi applets, I, I genuinely do like. So I've been reluctant to wipe it all out. But those customizations are so much less pervasive than what Samsung is about to do to Wear OS. Where, My yeah. Mobvoi watch works on every phone. I don't need to install additional i mean it benefits from installing the mobvoi tracker but i can just do wear os if i just want to go wear os yeah it doesn't matter what phone um and they don't lock up functionality by only letting you pair that with certain phones so as soon as i also saw that they were going to switch to bixby i i i that was the last little bit of interest that i had in galaxy watch 4 that was just sort of that just sort of evaporated from i did not i did so i saw the bixby conversation when it came down to the flip and the fold but i did not yeah. see that it was going to be locked down to that okay that that's a big that's a game changer though that for anybody that was a you know wear os or android wear fan that was like okay we're happy mm-hmm. now that tizen's going away. i think really tizen isn't going away tizen just became a skin well and especially have you played with some of the new updates like uh um uh google pay uh google the, the new applet on the watch? Uh, I, I, I typically don't use the watch. I use the phone. So I, I do Google Pay, but I don't. I don't, use it I don't use it a whole lot either. I mean, yeah. again, ever since we lost MagStripe, I, I haven't done a lot of phone payments. Unfortunately, but, yeah, it's been a downhill for it. But weird. I did like, fire it up. It's it's so it's cleaner. It looks sharper. It looks like a modern app, not like an old bastardized Wear OS applet. Um, we now got better support for additional apps, uh, cards. Mm-hmm. So that card interface, now more apps can contribute to cards. The new Spotify app is really yep. solid. I, I mean, like, I'm already on the the sort of the next gen hardware. You, you know, TickWatch E3 and TickWatch Pro 3. Yeah, um, I think this is for these, for sure. these little glimpses of what Wear OS 3 is going to be like. Yeah, I um, can't wait. I can't wait to load it up on the 3 Pro. Yeah, for sure. It, it, it's already encouraging me that life outside the galaxy watch ecosystem is probably going to be fine. I was impressed by the price, but the price only makes sense when you also combine it with a galaxy phone and you're good with Bixby. And those are two deal breakers for me that this $250 starting price is incredible. And if you're on a galaxy and, and you want the right compliment for your phone, I, I don't feel bad recommending it. Mm -hmm. Um, but to me, this this doesn't feel like Wear OS, the ecosystem, is going to be getting better. It still feels like Samsung is trying to staple shut an ecosystem a la Apple. A la, and, and it is. So, I mean, it was a very weird, like I said, my understanding or at least my views of it. I realized they were going to skin some of it, but I didn't realize this was going to be 
to the point where it looks nothing like where it was where, where it's going to look like on any other smartwatch coming out with Wear OS or Android. Well, and I, I love some of the close-up images where the Samsung app drawer is basically just a ripoff of the Apple Watch circles. And you're like, please, Samsung, could you show us more how you're just slobbering over any idea that Apple has? You're, they want to make it so similar to try to entice people to switch to them from Apple. And that's never going to happen. And it's, and it's not. Yeah, it's it's the whoever is in the Apple camp is not going to switch to Samsung camp based on icons and shapes. They, it's a functional. It's an ecosystem. Both of them are building walled gardens to basically incorporate their own ecosystems and make you dependent on their systems. So. Short answer: It was it was a confusing impact. Let's just say that. Um, and I was, um, I mean, like I said, I wasn't expecting a lot. A lot of the information was like leaked to heaven, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But that was yeah. So like, there's some more things coming up. Like I said, like I said, the, the big speed thing that now makes me uh, kind of like rethink about because I, I did actually order the, uh, the Galaxy Watch because I was uh, looking forward to seeing uh, how it works. And, yeah. and to be honest, automation on Google Assistant from the watch are one of my best features. I switch it on and I turn on lights, turn off lights. I don't want, you know, my hands are dirty. I just call out the assistant and talk to it. And so I'm not going to say that it's not, it's going to be impossible, but I'm hoping at some point there'll be some exploit that allows us to switch it. I mean, I'm, that's going to, if, if I do stick with it, that'll be one of my first things I want to do. See how I can switch it back to Android, uh, to the Google assistant or how to reinstall the, uh, the assistant APKs. I, I think it's hilarious, but watching those conversations play out like, well, you just connect your watch and you do this and you fire up some ADB commands and then you can make the watch and the, and, normal. And, and, the, and the assistant can be, uh, yeah. And then and you could suddenly. I'm sure it's, it's in there somewhere. You just got to. <laughs> Like yeah, an archaeologist, would, you got to just uh, brush away all of the I, I would imagine that. I don't think they totally ripped it out. I think they probably disabled it more than likely, but we'll have to see. Yeah. Um, but but to all of that, it's funny. Like, I thought the part of the presentation from PAC that was the most infuriating was the, listen up, ladies, you like style and fashion and taking TikTok videos outside your coffee shop. So this phone comes in pink. Um, and the farther I get away from it, and, and especially thinking back to some of our conversations, like with Isa. Um, while, while it rings hollow and disingenuous and cynical from a mega corporation like Samsung, I feel like the Z flip actually lands what Samsung is marketing. I don't believe the Z fold in any way they could demonstrate any of the benefits of what the Z fold can do. Your videos on the Z fold two showed me so much more potential functionality, high tier laptop grade use for a product that costs more than most people's laptops. So I get it. But if I had watched Samsung unpacked, I'd walked away thinking these guys are idiots. Oh, have you ever watched a YouTube video and you wanted to buy one of the products from the YouTube video? You have to close the video to open up uh, an online marketplace. And you're like, what? What? What is this? Two thousand five? Are they you had, mad? They, they were. It, it's. It's seriously. This is the uh, the the story of they were grasping at straws. They didn't know what to cover. Really, so we've 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 dumbed this down to such a tier. But you also have a two thousand dollar phone. So show yeah. me two thousand dollars worth of use, and I'm on board. But that's not what we really got. We got watered down cameras. We got a smaller battery. We've got a more fragile device than like some of our more rugged options or just normal glass on glass slab phones. But the Z Flip, the Z Flip, I feel, does a much better job of mitigating those compromises. And it fits into my brain 
Um, like, again, I'm plugging one of my own videos here, but I'm so tired of talking about phones by price. I want to talk about phones by feature set. And mm -hmm. to me, a clamshell compact style folding phone is kind of a great solution for a communicator device. Oh, it's absolutely. like a premium version of what I would turn to for a Pixel 4a or like an iPhone SE, mm -hmm. something that changes up the form factor, fits in a woman's pair of pants pockets, which are mm -hmm. you know practically non-functional. I don't know That's why cool. women don't get real pockets on their pants, but this could clip to that in a really cute way that would still be accessible and would be a different way to fulfill phone calls, video calls, messaging, texting, instant messaging in a way that's more practical. Like I, I do actually see the exactly. benefit there. Yeah. And, and it's so much more familiar. Mm -hmm. Consumers already understand candy bar, candy bar form factor. So when you open it, it's just like a regular phone. Mm -hmm. This makes sense in my brain. Oh, and, and they gave it stereo speakers finally. They, they discovered that, I mean, that people like yeah. stereo. I mean, you know, again, I, I, I'm not going to hit that too hard because I didn't trash the duo for only having a mono speaker. Um, but but no, seriously, I, it, like those little touches and considerations. And that is absolutely not a phone for me. The, the oh, Z I, Flip. don't get me wrong. Yeah, I, I bought this. So the first Z Flip, I, I never bought the <laughs> no 5G. Way. Um, I, I did the first one and um, I, every time I put it in my phone, in my pocket, I could just, I, like every time I needed to use it, <laughs> I, my, I would have to be like digging down because my, because uh, obviously the opposite of what the, the women for obviously having problems with right. not existing pockets, we have deep pockets in the front. So having that go in the pocket and not having anything else with it, because I don't want to. And it's kind of a lump because it is thick. Yeah. It is. It, it still, it still does. It's two phones. It, it still has the same <laughs> thickness. Yeah. It, it's a Z phone. <laughs> With like you know, cut this in half and make cut it a into bit a cute little square. And, uh, and, and so, I, don't get me wrong. I can totally see this the the customer base of who is the customer that they're shooting for. Um, and and I'm sure that there's obviously some guys there that will also like something that is not <laughs> as bulky. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw Michael's <laughs> Michael's comment. Juan's talking, um, about, talking about how it can pocket now. now. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you nerd! I love Touché, it. Touche, Monsieur Michael. Touche. Oh, no. And with that, everybody, thank you very much the for the show. Over. The show's I don't know if we can top that. I don't that think there is good. anything we could do at this point. <laughs> From this level, it's downhill. So just for, just for your reference, guys, this is it. Yeah. Um, so so again, it's just it's it's weird. I feel weird at the end of this unpacked because the product I was going into kind of with the most skepticism is the one that I'm now feeling the strongest in this mission of actually catering to mainstream consumers. Mm -hmm. The fold should never be a mainstream conversation. The fold they, should be a balls to the wall tech um, aspiration. As it was initially platform. intended with the first fold and the second fold upgrading the first one. For sure. The, the third one should have been an, up, an evolutionary upgrade. This and it is, feels this like been, watering it down. And I don't understand though why this is the weird. And then not only that, the, the okay. So the S Pen functionality, I, I for some reason I was like almost one hundred percent sure they were going to give it to the external display. And then I was hoping for the internal display, and it turned for out sure. to be that it was only for the internal display and not the external one. Yeah. And I felt like that that's a missed opportunity. I was like, why would you not? give it the the s pen functionality to the front you have the it's not like you don't have technology that you've done this isn't totally 
a la Note, a la S21 Ultra, you know, use a, a capacitive, uh, you know, responsive display mm-hmm. on the outside and allow us to take notes with the phone closed, allow I mean, us to do it whenever. If LG can put a digitizer into the Stylo 6, I just come yeah, on. I bought that phone point, for $145. Before that's what I'm tax. saying. At the price point that they said, uh, you know, it was just so, yeah. It was and, very... and come on, the Stylo Six. I mean, I know it has its fans out there, but it was kind of a joke. <laughs> but it had a real digitizer. It has a, it has a digitizer. <laughs> you had a pen. You could actually use a pen with you it. Could, with and then this pen. is the the weird like. And then you get seventeen hundred, eighteen hundred bucks, and you're like, yeah, you're gonna have to carry that with an extra case, or you're gonna have to carry the you know the long. You know, here's reach. here's where I'm gonna take fold more seriously, mm-hmm. and and I doubt it's gonna happen anytime soon, but I want a 700 series processor in there. Okay. Um, and they I, could, I, there's no reason that they, they wouldn't be able to the kick the, the storage has- down to 128 gig. Mm-hmm. You can keep the cameras because those cameras are already on Samsung's mid ranger phones and give me a galaxy a fold. Give me the exactly. first galaxy a that, that takes us up to nine ninety nine. We're already in that, like, you know, up to $700 price tier for the A72. Aren't we kind of closing in on that? Or is that $599? The A72 is $599. It's $599. Okay. Mm-hmm. But still, I mean, you can whittle back so much more. You don't have to worry about, you know, cannibalizing this t- higher tier, but mm-hmm. put this folding screen in hinge. You don't even have to have the over engineered water resistance, although they probably should. Um, but give me the first Galaxy A at nine ninety nine as the folding tablet, mm-hmm. and and I don't care about the extra horsepower. I don't care. Uh, in fact, it would be even better because that smaller battery would last so much longer. On uh, a absolutely, on a mid range of chips. Exactly. This is where the compromise. Is. This is the weird conversation. It's like you give me a Maserati, but you give me a smaller. You know, you take the engine and you just, or no, not the engine, and you give me a smaller gas tank. Yeah. But, but how does that? Like, have you not seen what your S21 oh, series has been doing? And, and, and I mean, come on, over this last year, in your metaphor there, it's like you gave us this hotter engine and you built a really crappy radiator for it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no. It, it, oh, this I guess. It's going to melt down. It, so for me, when I when I saw that, I felt like it was it was seriously a slightly tweaked version of the Z Fold 2, but the price was still up there. Mm-hmm. Um also, there was another thing that was kind of very surprising. Their trading this year was for the first time was actually kind of crappy. Oh yeah, they, weren't, they were. Yeah, the, the 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 trading values, like they had, uh, they had well, just more like vendors. how LG phones would always go on fire sale like three months after they came out. We knew that was going to be unsustainable. And Samsung trying to lock people into their ecosystem by upending the resale market and disrupting all of those prices, so you could only get more for your phone. By going back to Samsung. Also, we had to know that was not going to be sustainable. Absolutely. Uh, you can and, do that and, for a couple of years, but after a point, you've got to let that go and hope that the momentum carries from people just not questioning how little their phones actually sell for now. Well, if it, for, for anybody that was trading in a fold that they purchased, like an Z Fold 2 from last year, they would see that they basically lost 1200 bucks. Oh, well, and, and, and consider the $2,000 price tag on anyone who held out on a Z fold. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If they're still using what, 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 what they were offering something like $300. That's, that's how little these things are actually worth because of how much damage Samsung has done to their mm-hmm. own brand in devaluing their own products. 
it, it's a it's a very different conversation, for sure, a different conversation than what we had in 2020. Um, but you know, so that, that's it's been it is what's going on. It's unpacked, obviously, is a is one of the biggest things that happened this week. Uh, but the other conversation I think that we were also talking about, and I'm going to try to slightly segue us away from this. If, if I think, unless was there was anything else that you'd like to cover on with with unpacked? Or, I mean, or, like Orod Tech, and 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 I I just want to bring this up because sure. the price conversation is always going to slide down. Oh, absolutely. So so techies, we're kind of nefarious when it comes to trying to affix value, like. This phone sold for $9.99, but it would really be worth it if it were $7.99. And you're like, out of nowhere, that's that's kind of the meaningful commentary. So this is kind of the reverse of it, what Orod is asking. Mm-hmm. Would your criticisms be the same if the phone was $1,300? And if the phone were exactly the same, full retail, $1,300, obviously we'd be having a different conversation. I wouldn't feel as bad about the number of compromises being made to things like that. Because it makes it would make sense. It makes sense why they, it, you know. But here's here's the deal. And I'm sorry to cut you off because I, I, no, no, I, I just want to finish the, the whole thought. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our premium tier tech is kind of the niche um, incubation zone for new technologies that will eventually trickle down into more mainstream products. Mm-hmm. So you can't really kick off the sale of a phone with a hinge, a wing, a Motorola Razor, mm-hmm. um, a Z Flip, a Z Fold, Huawei, Mi Mix. You can't undercut that. The engineering and R&D that goes into making a pocketable computer that can bend or fold or has a, tele- a periscoping camera or movable parts that is going to add a substantial amount of money to your manufacturing costs. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of put it at like six to $800. As soon as any hinge is on that phone, take a normal phone and add $600, add $800. That's what this stuff really does cost. So if companies aren't making money on that R&D investment at the premium tier, turning in some kind of profit, then we don't get to push as aggressively with newer technologies. Um, that, 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 you know, well, I'll wait until it's a fire sale. That's cool. I'm not telling anybody they've got to put themselves out. I'm not telling anyone to spend irresponsibly, mm-hmm. but if these technologies can't stand on their own without just selling off old stock as it devalues, we don't get better competition. Smaller companies aren't even going to bother. They're, they're never going to appeal to us as enthusiasts at the high tier. And we might as well give up. I mean, the mm-hmm. sector is dead. So, so I'm sorry, that was a really long winded way to kind of come back around and say, well, like, obviously, yes, if Samsung had launched the fold at $1,300, I think our commentary would be very different. But I also don't think that that's feasible. I feel like this phone is is going to be half off in about four months, just like the fold two dropped to $1,000 um, while Samsung was trying to get rid of the, the pent up stock that they had they had produced. But they count on the people doing pre-order to kind of fulfill the full profit margin so that those phones can exist in the first place. And that's how upside down our phone market is. The margins are built into the first two weeks. And then after that, we're going to start seeing sales or BOGOs or or better trade-ins or you know something that's going to try and entice. And then four months from now, Samsung has done so much damage to the sort of longevity of these products that we'll probably see a Z Fold 3 at 999 you know, uh, sometime oh, yeah. early next year. 
I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, and, and I think this is, it's the same story that happened with the S21 Ultra. Uh, literally within three weeks of announcing or launching it, it dropped yeah. a thousand bucks because they First realized. price cut three weeks. Screw <laughs> you if you pre-ordered. I, you I, got yeah. burned. <laughs> I feel like he's talking to me somehow, but I don't no. <laughs> understand what he's saying. <laughs> well, see, I mean, the thing is, you, you, like, we're going to have a really warped perspective on this because we're gadget reviewers. Oh, no, no, don't get me wrong. I, I genuinely mean, I, like, I, those I, I people who, yeah, yeah. who got lit up, got a new phone. I know all the hate that I got on my Galaxy S21 video saying that I don't think this is a good buy. I don't think you should buy the S21. Um, people got take offense to that because it feels like a personal attack like you made a poor purchasing decision and you should feel bad um we we jump onto these things because we're silly and we make videos on youtube it, but it the could, reality yeah, of it this is, is a business they, they need we need to kind of explain it for, sure. for me it's it, this is a business expense and it's not yeah. something that and it's my hobby it, it is absolutely and i'm not hurting anybody by doing it so again if anybody's going to be dealing with it it's me so but I, that's I was also when you were talking directly at me but i, but, I was but it, but it's it's the same lesson like i i've been tweeting this out as a joke like have you learned nothing from lg never buy at a you know pre-order laws, because don't, don't if, if you're one of these mainstream consumers you have to know by now samsung's gonna cut the prices can you can you hold out a month it, it's yeah. still brand spanking new and top of the line a month later, and you'll probably save two hundred dollars. You know, like it's, that it's seems like those, a good trade off. I, I think it's more and more becoming a conversation, and I and I felt like uh, as a last little teaser, I I was very intrigued to see that OnePlus decided to troll Samsung just on on their own game the day before. <laughs> that was yeah. that, that little LG wing slash or, or the two you know buy buy two OnePluses for the uh, OnePlus nines and still get better deals mm-hmm. than you know as opposed to a foldable. So uh, I felt silly because during the broadcast I actually took it legit. Like I was hoping what we were going to see was like concept two. I was hoping we were going to see a OnePlus dual display concept. And you're like, oh, that could be interesting. What could they do? They have so much that they need to catch up on for software, blah, 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 blah. And then um, who was it? Mateo, mm-hmm. um, who was on the show with me, who I was so tickled because the GOAT episodes of All About Android are my absolute favorite. Um, I, like, I was having a hard time not like nerding out all over him whenever we would talk. Um, he was like, yeah, I think it's just a troll. And then like, it immediately clicked in my brain. Oh my gosh, I totally fell for it. I totally yeah. took that legit and I should I, not have. I, I uh, am clown. No, no, it, it's it, because it, you, so th- honestly though, if, if it was a true thing, if it was truly a product that they were. I wanted blue, to see what their had, take on it would have been. Absolutely. And, and for me, the only thing I did is when I first saw it, I kept looking and looking and looking. And the thing that stood out to me the most was that the graphic representation on both displays were not connected. Like the graphic doesn't transition from one to the other. They were all folding. They were going on on into themselves. It's almost like the video flipped. So I kept looking and looking, looking. And at that point, I felt like, is it, a, I feel like this is, a, this, I feel like this is OnePlus going back to their old ways of like nudge, nudge, yeah. you know, we'll do it. It was at a little point, juvenile. It is. It yeah. is. But you know what? It got people talking about it, so I feel like they, well, they we, succeeded. We've got, we've got Josh in the chat too. He says, "I emailed OnePlus. What's that about? I got, <laughs> oh, got I got, I got. Yeah, I, yeah, see, yeah. I wanted it, and, and especially dual display because I feel like that's a, a, a woefully undersung 
competitor for this idea. Yep. Absolutely. And, wow. and, and OnePlus devices support external displays, which also helps mm-hmm. the conversation. You, I mean, you, you saw the clues, you saw the little pieces and it, it was something that we could connect. So it's, it's one of those, um, it was, yeah, I, don't get me wrong. I was very hopeful as, as well. And then I started kind of like deep looking, looking, looking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're playing with me. OnePlus. See, I didn't get it. I didn't go as far as emailing OnePlus. I, <laughs> I just said, let's just write it. We'll see how it goes. Um, but yes, yeah, nice to see Josh in the chat. Uh, Josh, say hi to Isa for us as well. Isa's in, in, yeah. apparently Isa's in town for the last couple of weeks. Uh, so it's very nice to see, uh, you know, uh, Josh and Isa hanging out together again. Uh, so with that, I wanted to to talk about a little bit about some of the other content that you kind of put out this week. You talked a little, mm-hmm. you, you covered the subject that we talked about last week, um, where we were talking about the DAX, obviously, you know, we're talking about yeah. the helm, we're talking about the THX one. Um, and just for reference, guys, we're still working on that. Uh, we were not yeah, going to have a challenge. We're going to, yes, and, and we're going to, and we're shooting for hopefully in the next couple of weeks to try to do an in-person, uh, and that that's, we'll try to kick off the challenge that way as well. Um, so with that being said, I saw that you saw, you put out like a, you know, basically how to, how to pick out the right DAC or basically yeah. the DAC, how to DAC or do you need to DAC or do you, do you DAC bro kind of thing? Do you that's DAC those, bro? Do you yeah. even DAC, DAC bro? That's how it should be, bro. That's actually um, a much better title than what I came up with for my article. So yes, that, that's, <laughs> that's what I should have done. Should have been. <laughs> um so for me, actually, you're right. It is actually something that people don't realize that you do need to pick the right piece of hardware for what you need and what you're going to use it for. Um, it's not something that's kind of like a one solution that fits everything. And it well, also... Because tell me, you've seen a bunch of these articles too, where it's like, hey, do you want to listen to Apple Music Lossless, lossless. by this one cable DAC? Yeah. I, that, that there's, there's quite a bit more to consider there. And well, not only that, they, they don't. You need to understand what you're doing, how to access it, and also the fact that it's not just the cable that magically converts everything. You need a nice pair of earbuds or headphones that you're using with it. You need it's it's a package. It's a conversation. Lossless audio or uh, higher quality audio needs to be enjoyed. Yeah. And 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 we're not talking about just a higher quality or higher fidelity view, uh, version of a trance or a dance song. We're talking actual you know classical music uh, acoustics and so on mm-hmm. so i feel like it is a hard thing to explain how do you justify one piece of hardware over another like a q3 over a thx or over a helm how would you be able to kind of go about that conversation because I, yeah. I feel like you know uh <laughs> holy windows and evidence this is weird uh <laughs> this we do change the conversations quite quickly here um but yeah, no. If you could maybe just talk a little bit about uh, about the <laughs> once you flack, you never go back. Oh, oh Aditya, that's yeah. dirty. I love it. Oh my! I gosh. hate that. I love it, um, but I love it, and I hate okay. it. Okay, and I'm sorry about this one. Once you flack, you okay. <laughs> so so the the we will the, never get monetized on this channel. Nope, I we're done. Say that. I I think YouTube you should just check the box and says nope, never happen, never again. So uh, the 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 main thing again, because I don't think anyone's going to be surprised that I'm ridiculously long winded. I turned an article about bokeh into my photography book. Like I just mm-hmm. kept writing, mm-hmm. and I would say like, well, if you're going to learn about this, then I also need to explain you know aperture. And if I explain aperture, well, then we need to break down like manual. And it turned into a book mm-hmm. um, like 10,000 words later. I was like, oh, no, this can't be anything other than a book. Um, I, I agree. So I I, I, I really struggled because I was going to start with like a, kind of a showdown or an, an editorial about Bluetooth versus cabled connections in an age of 
higher quality streaming. Yeah. Amazon Music HD, Spotify will eventually launch their hi-fi service for premium, mm-hmm. um, Apple Music, uh, Lossless and Spatial Audio, Title Masters, Kobaz, yep. et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, so it started out as like a whole series of videos that I was going to be making. And really at that point, I was like, you know what? There's, there's kind of a thesis statement that I'm missing. And okay. if someone were to come up to me today and they actually did have an interest in consuming higher quality audio, I actually feel a little bit more comfortable recommending the starter purchase as a mm-hmm. nice USB DAC. Yeah. If you get nicer headphones and you plug them into an inadequate player, you're not going to get much for that nicer headphone investment. If mm-hmm. you start with a, like a more kind of consumery laptop stapled to your motherboard DAC and some cheap disposable earbuds, but then you try and do lossless streaming, you're really not going to hear all of that data. It's It's going to get you know, uh, trans, uh, transcoded, it's going to get compressed, it's going to get squashed, you're not going to get lossless. So really, to me, the first step should be um, getting something that can properly reproduce the data that 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 audio file contains, Mm -hmm. and has better electrical hardware to put out the power that will drive your headphones. Because then you're properly representing the audio that you're consuming. Mm-hmm. And even on lesser headphones, like cheap earbuds, more mainstream or consumer cans, putting a good amp behind that hardware will still deliver, I think, a little bit more color and clarity and 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 be a better performer. So I, I, I really genuinely do believe that you start with that for your mobile audiophile experience. Yeah. Exactly. And, and when you build and you get higher quality audio files and you get better headphones, you can just keep growing from there. And I think that's the best way to kind of maximize that while also starting out, acknowledging that this should be a journey that mm-hmm. you take baby steps with, not I'm going to go straight to those $4,500 electrostatics that I got to listen to at Odyssey's headquarters. Yeah. I, I, you yeah. don't start there. <laughs> uh, no, but, and then I think also the, the conversation could be had where this, you're, you're, you're basically complimenting your collection. So having a, a you know, the USB DAC or USB C DAC type of experience and then adding like a Q3 to that or, a, or a Bluetooth DAC, those become different tools that you're able to use and you can actually oh, yeah. enjoy them on different systems. Um, you know, having just the one little piece, like for me right now, the Q3 is a more of my PC experience because of mm-hmm. the fact that it's a bigger piece. And it, it typically just, I don't like, you know, band-aiding or, you know, rubber banding the whole thing in there, which it, it just makes it look funny and makes the thing even thicker than it needs to be. Um, and the and the, like I told you, the helm with the N200, a $200 do- uh, phone with mm. the, uh, with the, with the helm, which is about a hundred bucks, yep. literally the one of the most the cheapest ways you could actually jump on and you can probably go with an N10 or even last year's generation. They could still handle it because the horsepower is you're getting oh, that assistant. I mean, the phone's way weaker than N10s. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, way weaker than N10s can benefit from that. So, absolutely. so yeah. it, when, when we're, when we're putting, um, when we're putting some of those pieces together, like I, I had to shout out the Rhodium. That's a $50 DAC. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for, for, for me right now, because my sound card is still busted and I'm waiting on Focusrite to send, send me some kind of replacement. I'm using the little Apogee Groove that I just mm-hmm. revisited. Like this mm-hmm. thing's four years old and it's got a quad sum ESS DAC. 
and a huge amp. So again, it's like I have a V60 that is just for my PC, you know, exactly. and, and I'm going to use something else to power my microphone. I don't need to worry about a headset mic on this because it's not really what it's for. Yeah. So it, 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 that the article I, I tried to break down, what is it that you're trying to accomplish? What, what kind of pros and cons are you willing to live with? Because mm-hmm. the Q3 absolutely represents some compromises when it comes to size, having another gadget to charge. But it brings some some pretty phenomenal capabilities for that extra size. So oh. there are some people who are going to want to take that out and about. They'll use the rubber bands <laughs> that come with it to like stick it to a phone. Um, but but I know that's not for everybody. So it, no. it couldn't be to me. Here's the one thing you need to buy to listen to Apple Music Lossless. The article is long because it's basically four small chapters. Uh, yeah. You know, cable DACs. Um, battery powered DACs, hybrid DACs, and standalone players. And these are the different kind of strategies that we can employ to improve audio playback. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of kicking myself. Like I should have also included old LG, you know, like buy, buy a V30 buy, or a V40 for two, for 350 right now. And then just, just oh, I mean, like what a G8 can be found for like 150 bucks used. <laughs> in yeah. decent condition like it, you, you can do real well there you absolutely could do very very well and um i i think the biggest thing for for the q3 realistically for me which surprisingly the the helm had no issues with was it worked on samsung devices for me uh, yeah. uh the helm worked but the q3 will not work samsung does nope. not communicate with q3 it's like thank you move on so that's why i kept like i said for me uh, for the size but i could totally see somebody that truly like enjoys the audio sitting somewhere at a cafe or something with the phone with the q3 stay you know rubber band to it and, and just enjoying enjoying music so well, and and I think that also kind of plays into a part of the conversation that I hope to explore because I am going to get into headphones to kind of complement some of my uh, 2020 hearing videos. Um, but again, it, it, it's like it's like we need to keep drilling this idea in because of how lazy the headlines are, mm-hmm. where it, it's not I bought headphones that are gooder than these other headphones. And now I'm good because I have the gooder headphones. It's what is it that you're trying to do and where are you trying to do it? And if you don't have the right tool, you're not going to have a satisfactory experience. And exactly. and to me, this is like, do you spend $600 on one pair of Bluetooth cans, but then you can't really take them to the gym. You probably won't want to use them outside. The noise cancellation might be kind of dangerous if you need situational awareness. Whereas instead, if we took that $600 and we kind of broke it up, Mm-hmm. you would have better audio solutions for, for different environments and for different needs. Exactly. And, and so that's why I've been just so, so beautifully impressed with these dongle DACs that, that are a lot more discreet. You know, they can plug into a phone. They don't take up as much space in a pocket mm-hmm. and they're in with, line with your headset. This is seriously well, the best part in line, in line. You just plug it in. Yeah. I do have some concerns about putting extra wear and tear on our USB ports, but Oh, and, and, and the actual connectors themselves, even on the And they, they'll eat up a little extra battery and they get kind of warm. But, you know, Not a 50 to to $100 dongle DAC, yeah. Yeah. you could get... So, I mean, consider $600 premium Bluetooth cans. Mm-hmm. I could buy a Fio BTR5. That's about mm-hmm. 100 bucks, And have a Bluetooth or cabled DAC, which also has a balanced input if you want to get real fancy with your earbuds. Mm-hmm. I could complement that with your Bolt and have a cable dongle DAC, mm-hmm. I could buy a couple really decent pairs of IEMs and probably still eke out 
a good pair of mixing style cans. Okay. And and literally cover workouts in a gym, workouts outside, casual listening, um, nice higher quality sit down, focus on your music listening, and and soundtracking just other things around the house with some solutions that'll be really good for taking phone calls and video calls. And I'll have wired and wireless options to fulfill all of that. I mean, that's that's the economy that we're working with. Yeah. If you if you do just that little bit of education and legwork, the casual purchase of one really expensive Bluetooth headset can go really far if, if you piecemeal it out and you really think about mm-hmm. the individual circumstances you're going to be in. And I think you will actually end up with a higher quality music listening experience at the completion of all of that. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no, it, it's, it's literally the, the salute. The thing is, I think it's, it's a product awareness. I think a lot of people are not aware that yeah, none of these companies have the marketing budget of Apple. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. They're, they're not in front of you all the time and you're not, in the, you're not <laughs> sitting in there, but then you get companies like Apple's throwing the word lossless where, and then you realize that none of your hard work can technically supported yet. Nope. Uh, and, and you need to actually rely on these companies to be able to provide you that experience. So that, that's really why I was excited about the helm for the helm to work on an iPhone it needs an adapter and it also needs to, you know, it's, it's an additional cost, but there are ways, but it ends up becoming a daisy chain of adapter. There's the it's adapter. So that the, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's a weird conversation, uh, but you owe it to yourself. The reality is you owe it to yourself to enjoy the music, enjoy the content that you have. Uh, you know, there's, there's a time and place for any type of uh, music or soundtrack, you know, EDM dance and rock and all of that. There's no question Sometimes you just want a base heavy uh, sound experience and the two wireless buds that are tuned that way that will work perfectly fine. Uh, like the, the earphones are definitely good in their own right, in their own price. Oh, yeah. I, uh, we were just talking about that on the Discord again today. So again, cut out, what, $50 in they're your... 40, they're running 40 bucks right now. They've been running for 40 bucks for the last two weeks or so. For the ANC? Seriously? They're 40 the earphone, no, no, the earphone two for the earphone oh, three two. Okay, Sorry. so so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was talking about the pros. We were talking about the pros on the Discord, I, yeah, and again, I, have, I still I want to say they're like fifty bucks. Even there, that's actually a ridiculously good price. I mean, think about it. That's cool. huge. I mean, are you talking, are you, like low latency Aptex with um, active noise canceling and wireless charging in the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, like you can compromise a little on the 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 most beautifulest audio quality you know playback however the drivers are tuned blah 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 these are your soundtracking buds yeah. and that's it, it's like less than a tenth the price <laughs> but that's what i'm saying it, there are so many options and you know things like these you know watching stuff like you know on el jefe's channel and covering all of those content and i feel like it's some like my collection of wireless buds are, are is still growing i mean from the last time you and i talked mm-hmm I, I got I got three more. So um nice. there <laughs> I feel like I need more ears. That's all I can say. I feel like I just need more well, ears and I think I can it's hear tough. It. I mean like I go through these cycles where I just crank a bunch of audio gear and then I've got to back off because the critical listening to verify to myself that I really am hearing what I think I'm hearing, mm-hmm. it's so easy to burn my ears out. I can um, I yeah, I, I, I uh, it, you know, and and especially just with like some of the hearing loss I already know I have, 
some of the wear and tear that I put on my ears. I used to have a lot of ear infections when I was a kid. I've got psoriasis, so I've regularly got scar tissue that kind of mm-hmm. accumulates in the ear canals. It's like I'll have to like I'll, I'll jam and I'll be all into it and like I'm doing this and I'm listening to that and then like oh I can't I can't hear things anymore because I've been listening at things for so long. I got to take a break. <laughs> and yeah, I no, wish it, I wish I were better at pacing myself out. A no, little bit more. It, 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 it's like anything. You need to kind of moderate to a certain level because hearing is one of those things that you cannot recoup by just taking a break from it. Then once damage is done, the damage is done. It's it's one of those things. Yeah. And as you get older, obviously things are not as not not the same. But uh, but this is also why I'm so excited for some of the things that you've been trying out recently because mm-hmm. you know I'm I'm seeing you wearing those DT seven seventies. I Always, know yeah. some of the products that you're going to be playing with. And it moves beyond just like, I need something that's going to cut the engine noise when I'm on an airplane. I really do feel that the people who take the time to invest a little bit of their own education mm-hmm. into audiophile and just, I mean, premium tier audio gear. I really hate it when techies are like, I'll spend $600 on headphones, but I'm not one of those stinky audiophiles. No, no. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yar. 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 Um, but but it helps your audience feel better about you not being an enthusiast in better audio, I guess. Like that's, because that's you're an average game. user at that point. Yeah, you're able average to, consum- you're trying that, that, average that, consumers that, don't spend six hundred dollars on headphones. No, I'm going to start turning into like Lewis Black and like doing weird finger pointing and stuff. You just but, need but, the glasses, though. You need the the, the drop. But glasses, I though, yeah. I think the corollary to the journey that you're actually on right now, and what gets me so lit up about this stuff is. Once you do, you know, it's kind of like when you go on a diet and you learn a little bit more about what's in your food. Mm -hmm. Once you do take the time to kind of critically listen to some of these different products and what they do and how they color sound and reproduce sound and articulate sound. I think you're so much more aware of how you treat your ears. It just naturally seems to correlate like I don't I'm not impressed by ultra loud like I used to be. You, there's I don't no need. reason to listen to think. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when I'm properly getting all of the color and clarity and tone, and I also appreciate like, well, that's for when I'm at night after Lex has gone to bed and I just want to jam an album or I want to go back and revisit something or I want those memories from when I was in high school. And mm-hmm. I, the first time I put on, you know, Dark Side of the Moon, you're like, that. that's that's the gig. Yeah. Um, but But along the way, you know, without really thinking about it, I'm listening way healthier than I used to when I had cheap, crappy headphones and I just cranked the volume yeah, and, and I would and- just rock out. This is so cool. It, they don't do that anymore because a part of this is also appreciating what it is that these products are doing. It It is very, it's like waking up once you start realizing that there's no need to boost the audio to 100%. Like seriously, at 30, at 29 to 32 is roughly where I sit in on my PC, on my Q3. And I, if I need anything, I adjust it, but it, it's there. The audio, the mm-hmm. sound. Uh, the DT770s do a great job for isolation because they sit over, not oh, yeah. on. So you don't get that fatigue with the ears. You get that that nice, comfortable cushioning that's on the side. And then you can seriously, like I edit videos and I go through calls and meetings and so on. And like I said, we, we live stream whenever we're doing our shows. Um, you know, when I was running the show this morning, when I was in meetings, at my Zoom meeting, my WebEx, all of those things are run with the DT770s because I want to make sure that I'm listening to the person the correct way and I don't have to 
you know, just well, to, just to be able just to get with enough talking. of a passive noise cancellation cup without clamping your head in a vice. Absolutely, because, because enough for me to hear somebody knock on the door and so, or Omar coming in. Yeah, if 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 I'm out on location, I need my Sennheiser HD 25s. Yeah, because that had that weird split headband, and mm-hmm. when you would open that headband, they would smash your ears into the side of your head. But like, it's because I'm I'm doing location mixing. It's because I need to hear the airplane that's like miles away that's going to cut through this take and i need to be able to hear the 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 actor that's like mumbling you're you're transforming lines. the microphone or the audio feed audio source to it's in my brain here. yeah exactly <laughs> that that's the reason why it's so um it's <laughs> i know you're like smashing my ears into my brain it is. I I, re- I, and I totally agree. But that's the purpose of that to, uh, of right. the, those those cans. Those are the reason why you would wear them. You wouldn't do that at home when you want to watch when you want to not comfy. No, Ooh, no good. No, and and <laughs> plus plus I would imagine your wife at some point would be like, "Honey, your ears are disappearing. What happened?" Uh, it, it truly is. So yeah. Uh, once I started down this path, it became truly just the the experience in, and I'm really hoping. That we we do start seeing some improvements in the in the Bluetooth earbuds uh, technology, especially yeah. with Snapdragon Sound. Some of the improvements I want to start seeing higher fidelity True Wireless. We have so much True Wireless, yeah. and ANC is now down to prices that are very affordable. So as you said, flagship features coming down to general consumer products. It's typically how we see it. I mean, remember ANC used to be such a weird like you you could only get it on the super high expensive models. God, I remember when I first got. Um the the nokia bh905s and that was back like when the only other company that was even remotely consumer accessible was bose and people yeah. freaking out these are like three to four hundred dollar headphones <gasps> and I, I i i just i remember the very first time because they had these teeny tiny little ear cups like they they were literally just the height and width of my ear and they would kind of rest really really lovingly in these soft cushions like right on top of my head the headband made me look like a cyberman i i didn't like the look of it or i mean the the shape of it and i flipped that little switch for anc and it legit like took away road noise and i these are i want to say they were ballpark like 350 at the time somewhere in that price tier um, which actually, you know, we account for inflation. They probably were more expensive than like, oh, I, AirPods, AirPods Max. Um, but I just remember the first time I clicked it on. It's like this is this is something kind of special. This is kind of magic. Um, so so now to to be able to pop in some ear fun at fifty bucks and end up with something really good. Oh yeah, or even uh, Gary. Gary was jumping in also that he just picked up the uh, Soundcore Liberty Air Two Pros. Oh yeah, those sound really good. Sound the Air Two Pros, good. like I, uh, seriously, like one of the companies I've 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 a big big fan of Soundcore and what they've done with. And audio. especially if you like a little rumble, I, I mean, again, Absolutely. it's usually not wrong. my favorite to 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 really saturate the sub bass, but something about their tuning is very is is very playful. It, and it, and especially can... for like science fiction and action films, mm-hmm. I will repair my sound cores <laughs> just to, to anything. It's like, oh, what? Uh, really, if I'm going to watch Tron, yeah, I think I need the sound cores. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pull them I, out I, just I, for I need, that. I need to feel that, that he was zooming right by my <laughs> ear right there and that I should have ducked. At, at, at that and, and that like I can kind of feel the, the, the ground shake as he tried yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> no, I, don't get me wrong. That's one of the reasons I, I like them. I like them very much for for that specific reason. They're easy. Agreed. They have decent microphones actually on them. Very nice for, for sure. calls. So for phone calls and so on, I don't mind that they have typically long batteries. Um, and they're more to they're more my grab and go kind of thing without having to worry about too many pieces. So those are the mm-hmm. things. But it again it, it speaks to the conversation of the we have a lot. It's truly a, a flooded market. Every company is making them. We need mm-hmm. to start seeing some innovation in the quality of the audio, not necessarily just uh, yeah. low latency for playing PUBG kind of a, a situation or just, you know, you know what I mean? I, I, I think a number of these companies are are fielding that. I mean, mm-hmm. seeing the tuning oh, I'm on sure Pixel Buds A series, yeah. seeing um, one more. I, I still don't think they get enough credit for the work they've done on multi I, I finally got an email from one more for, after all of these years. So I'm... I, I need to respond back. I didn't get a chance to respond back. So I, I definitely, yeah, I'm hoping to get my hands on su- and truly experience because I know you and, and El Jefe uh, so Jeff have been talking I, about them. So I, I, I was a little lukewarm on their Comfo buds because they're kind mm-hmm. of open ear AirPod style earbuds. And if I'm going to go open ear, I prefer going something like Pixel Buds, the way that it's kind of a hybrid of a vented in ear design. Um, but I still think their uh, true wireless ANC and their neck band, oh. which is usually within arm's reach, but I don't know where I put their neck band. Um, the dual driver sport neck band they have is still, mm. I think one of the most gloriously undersung audio heroes. I, the wind filter is insane outside on a breezy day and, and you turn on a and c but the wind is hitting the microphones and you can get that weird kind of artifacty distortion yeah that's what magic they've got on their wind filter but it's it's profound and and i was doing one of my night shoots out in calabasas and i was walking around and almost got run over by someone running a red light in the middle of an intersection and i <laughs> could not hear it because <laughs> those earbuds were really good Doc, i didn't hear them coming that the buds were good. I, I don't know what yeah. to say. I, I, I mean, I was horrified and imminently and impressed. impressed. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> it's, it's like when you feel insulted. It would have been a fine way to go to because I wouldn't have agonized at all because I never would have heard it coming. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't have oh my god! <laughs> well, I, I, I'll, I'll have to see what, what, what they're thinking about when uh, with the email. But I was just like, it was when I saw the email. The first thing is obviously I thought of you and thought of Jeff. So. Um, Yes. Uh, although I have a lot, I do. I do hope to get my hands on uh, the one more. And oh, speaking of which, uh, getting hands on. I think I mentioned to you earlier. I was or a few weeks ago. I'm trying to get my hands on the Nord Two. Yeah, finally showed up. Oh, that's uh, great. It took it took like forever, but it. Uh, I just put it in. They sent oh, this fun. crazy, crazy case. Like, anyways, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited that's for cute. the Nord Two. It's it's a little, yeah. I, obviously it's way over its prime and nobody's really probably looking to it. But I think to me, it was, um, I wanted to see me get tech on a one plus and especially the 1200 AI. I haven't actually had a chance to play with yeah. one. So, um, looking forward to checking it out and, uh, you know, putting my SIM cards, I just got the box today and just put a, like a short on YouTube just to, to kind of sh- share with the, the casing. I'm like, anyways, I like OnePlus's designs. I think their design team is good. I just wish we'd get more concept phones. We want to go back into the land of concepts. Like the concept one um, and the Realme GT. I don't know if you, like if anybody ever saw the video I did on G. The Realme GT looks like the cousin of the concept one. Mm-hmm. The, the, the leather with the glass, with the black uh, glass back on the back just screams OnePlus design. Obviously, Realme is a sister company. Anyways, uh, it, it was it was one of those things. So, um, 
But being we that we talked about DAX, and again, please make sure to check out the article, uh, Juan's article, if you guys are interested into, I don't know how to say this better than if you love to get ear candy, uh, enjoying music in the right way. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I cannot explain it except for the best way to describe it is if you were sitting in the forest and everything was quiet and peace and quiet, and you can suddenly hear everything and you're aware of every movement around you, the leaves, the, the everything around that's the level of awareness when you do get a, a good DAC in between your audio source and your ear and, and definitely a good pair of ear cans. And you do not need to boost the audio to believe to, to uh, overpower certain levels just to compensate. You truly enjoy the, uh, the acoustics to the levels that they were intended. And mm-hmm. you definitely, it, it's, it's, you can hear the difference. It's not a, it's not a gimmick. There's a big difference between standard, um, AAC, you know, whatever, uh, you know, if you're talking about like your regular buds and when you go into music and I've, I've been testing them out and again, the helm has been great. So yeah, I'm very happy that our relationship has, has been taking me further down the rabbit hole of better audio good everywhere. It is, it is absolutely. And, and, and to the same token, I mean, that appreciation does extend for gaming and movies. And, oh, absolutely. And other activities too, but Call you of know, Duty the, all the way. <laughs> I actually used it, but, but 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 again, I mean, like I I really I really enjoy how that conversation can branch, and again, it should be about satisfying your specific tastes. So hopefully, in yeah. in that DAC buying guide, there is some kind of a solution in there that you can consider that might help you take that next step or or kind of spruce up what it is that you're you're trying to do. Exactly, absolutely. Um, and with that being said, I think we need to kind of discuss a little bit about the conversation that kind of i would say a good part of your show on monday was pretty much focused on this specific uh it got real heavy it did um and i think it's because it's to a certain point it is something that it's it's kind of a very big change i mean it's not something and it's a tough subject to kind of explain in the because i i loved how you explained it on monday uh the the approach that where a trust that you were a trust that was put into a company that was championing security, championing privacy, uh, making sure that you understood that your content wasn't going anywhere or that people couldn't get access to it right. is being handled in a different way that you didn't necessarily think was the right was was the way that it was being handled. I don't think with so. the con- with the with the archiving, the 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 data, the metadata, the um and I think you were talking also about the hash, how you basically right. validate data and so on. So I was actually very shocked because that totally slipped my mind. I did not see any of that information prior to watching your show on Monday. That was kind of like a big hitting me, a big wave hitting me in the morning. Now, obviously, I don't use Apple products in the same way as some uh, some of the other people. Like, yeah, I, they're not our mainstream. They're, or, they're not, not yeah. our daily drivers. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, although I have an iPhone, it's a it's a day job uh, work phone that is not a phone I carry with me most of the time. It's mostly when they're during business hours. So it's okay. It, I forgive you. I and I yeah uh, I I've been meaning to apologize on that sorry <laughs> no no but the the, the in, in all seriousness though yeah the this is a big change and I think most people, there's a lot of people that are not I mean obviously yourself are covering it but a lot of people are not discussing the fact that, that this is impacting them without even realizing what's going on yeah. like to them it's like every you know every day woke up had my coffee take pictures back up to iCloud move on mm-hmm. and um. What I didn't understand, where at least uh, figure out the concept is, what was the reasoning behind it? What was the rationale behind it? it did, was there any statements or any conversations on that end? I, I mean, from from what I've been reading up, 
there's lots of like, you know, there's an internal memo that someone leaked on these Apple employees that are concerned about this, or, you know, this was the, uh, the, uh, cause obviously we're talking about Apple's new approach for trying to combat, um, abusive imagery and, yeah, and, and stem the spread of exactly. And of, scanning of human trafficking by, by scanning devices, not just cloud storage. Yeah. So it's difficult because I feel Apple's marketing machine is too savvy for that. Apple's marketing is going to put out the, won't someone think of the children? We're doing this for the children. We're protecting the children. That's, that's, that's the main call. And, and a part of this actually could help. No, no, I, I understand it. Yeah, exactly. But I think what, what, what's troubling and, and and I think why so many people are having these kind of conflicted reactions to this policy or, or, or just seem so taken aback is because this really wasn't on anyone's radar. We, we, no. it took, it took us by surprise that Apple was going to aggressively change the, the sort of philosophy behind the way they talk about the iPhone so much of their conversation since the San Bernardino incident has been about privacy and mm-hmm. what what happens on your iPhone stays on your iPhone. And we're going to force other companies to play ball with disclosing permissions and making mm-hmm. you choose to opt into their advertising. And then out of nowhere, seemingly came this uh, course correct on we're going to open up a methodology of bypassing some of your encryption to scan the content on your device and compare it against records of established content that could be problematic or illegal. And we're also doing it with this aggressive AI platform that can kind of work around the way that we hash this imagery. It can, it can kind of see when two images are similar mm-hmm. um, based on this hashing data. I, I I don't think we're ever going to get a good reason why this was the time for Apple to fight this kind of battle. Mm-hmm. But the cynic in me, for the, this is just a feeling. I have no data or insider at Apple to confirm or deny anything that I'm about to speculate on. But I kind of feel like where smartphone sales have gone for them to expand into any other markets and especially in regions of the world where some of the governments might be a little less hospitable to apple and some of their previous stances on privacy oh yeah yeah it it, if you want to reach those remaining consumers and offer them products to to buy you need to play ball with some governments and, and, and policy that we would maybe find a bit distasteful here in North America. Yeah. And so if you can create a system where the iPhone is still technically secure and it's still technically encrypted, but the local law says you can't make funny images of your leaders. I, I would, that, yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. It's And it, if Apple's product was too good at keeping the local government out, then Apple would have a harder time selling their products in that region. But if Apple can offer those governments a system where Apple is never aware of what the hashes are, the government and the agencies responsible for their law enforcement give Apple a bucket of hash data. 
And then Apple says, it has all the plausible deniability to say like, Hey, if it's, we just don't know wacky, what it is. Yeah, exactly. We don't, we don't know, know. if it's a wacky meme of this dictator and they've decided that that's illegal. Well, we're not the ones actually implementing that policy. We're not looking at those photos. We're just going to narc on any phones that have this imagery because the local government said that that was illegal and we're just playing by local rules. And to me, th- th- again, I don't know. It's that, but when you're trying to reach the last clumps of smartphone potential smartphone consumers, that would seem pretty lucrative. That would be a good perk to offer a, a, a an area, a region, a government to say, this is how we can play ball and we can still promote this notion of privacy and security. And people don't feel like this is compromised because we spent the last several years hyping up how secure iPhones are. But, but if you tell us something's illegal, we're not going to get in your way. Um, we'll, we'll make sure to tell you if illegal things are happening on these devices. On our, on our de- on devices that and, we sold, that people paid money for, and paying, yeah. that they're paying for services. None of this is a free service that could be misunderstood no. or misconstrued as, well, you're using a free Yahoo account. You should expect that all your emails there are being scanned. I'm like, yeah, uh, I understand there's no such thing as free. <laughs> this is a very different conversation. iCloud to a certain point, or even you know, devices that you buy from Apple, are you are the owner of that hardware. You purchased it or you're financing yeah. it whichever way. Um, it, it, it's it's like, seriously, it's like somebody coming in through and then looking through your photo albums at home and not asking you permission. And it's like, hey, that is a that's a funny little uh, is that baby naked? Yeah. OK, that's that's going to be a right. that's a that's not going to be good. And so instead of rolling that out to Russia or China first, where then I think they would have a much harder narrative to fight potential yep. human rights abuses, they, they're going to do it here. And one of the most plausible one of the most plausible strategies for that would be to f- combat a, a truly reprehensible practice in, in, in the world of online media, these, these underground enclaves of absolutely reprehensible people yeah. that, that trade imagery of, of human trafficking very, very, and, of, yeah. and of just the most distasteful and abhorrent kinds of media. So, you know, again, I, I've I've had some really stark conversations with people in cybersecurity. I, I did an interview with one of the directors of of um, ECPAT, mm-hmm. um, another a global organization that that does really good work at combating um, uh, again abuse imagery, and uh, obviously, therefore, Apple's policy. And I have to respectfully disagree because I feel what gains can be made with this implementation of hashed that means images that have already been created and shared Mm. in this database i don't believe will do much to combat the creation of new imagery and i feel it's there's too much potential for false positives and for this system to eventually later down the road be abused Mm -hmm. by people with different political motivations and then i think it's only one step removed for this going to another region of the world where we would absolutely disagree with the policies of that local government being used to silence journalists to fight dissidents to um further lock down or entrench uh the those political ideologies with their with their populations and make it more difficult for for people to speak out against those kinds of regimes 
and and it, it and and the weird thing is that they're running it on your hard drive on your hardware they're using your own your own network yeah. connectivity all of, like i said it, it's it's a weird it's not weird it's just it's, it's just i feel like it should be it shouldn't even be re- allowed this is the weird conversation it's like um, I, I mean i ultimately feel like i ultimately feel this is something we just shouldn't do no um i i you know, again, I am kind of torn. Like some kind of process or methodology for trying to root out those that would partake in in these kinds of terrible endeavors. I, I I feel like we should make it as unfashionable and and as punitive and and the punishments as as ruthlessly brutal as we possibly could when we find those that that create this imagery. Um, but but. You know, this this to me is a bad metaphor. When when you're going after iPhone users, you're mm-hmm. not going after the the kingpins that are trying to create new imagery. You're going to get the the person on a street corner, you know, with a joint. You're not you're not going to get the the you know the 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 mob boss that controls the majority of the human suffering in that area and, and they're running all of it on their phone. This is just right. Yeah. That, 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 that person doesn't exist in this paradigm that Apple has created to root out potential images on individual consumers phones. I, I just don't feel like those individuals are, are using iCloud. I don't feel like they're using iPhones to, to, to create and, and distribute and, and, and proliferate this kind of media so uh, it, to me, it just seems like so much work to throw away so much of the goodwill that Apple has built up in being the company that makes their phones more private and won't, you know, unlock an iPhone to satisfy the FBI. Um, it, 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 it's just troubling to me. I, I keep trying they to see. You wouldn't even have to unlock the phone, by the way. They they would only have to basically point you in the direction of that. Phone. Oh, no, but that's what I mean is like Apple was the company that refused to, so, to yeah, crack I'm, iPhone sorry, encryption yeah. for the FBI exactly. and they built up a lot of credit. I mean, it was one of the things I could always point to and say, like, I, I, I don't enjoy their products, but I very much respect the position they took on encryption in, in, in these types of cases. I think it's law enforcement's job to break the locks. It's not Apple's job to give them the key to everybody's phone. Um, so the, the Apple doesn't do anything unless they can tangibly profit from it. And, and Apple always incorporates the widest of profit margins. Apple doesn't do anything at margin. Apple doesn't do anything out of some kind of altruistic notion. They are highly politically motivated to get in the way of policy that would affect their bottom line. If it's something like right to repair legislation, I, I, I keep looking at this policy thinking, why do you throw away this much goodwill? Why do you upset so many people in the security sector why do you potentially compromise some of the security of devices that are going to be in the hands of state and federal government employees who are issued these these products as, as like their their package? This, of- this is the other part that I'm, I'm, I'm finding like at some point there has to be a little bit of a sticking point 
because to a certain point they're going to be basically opening this up to to people because they 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 did a very big uh, there was a very big push at one point i remember uh, when we when they were everybody started shifting from blackberry when the, mm-hmm. the the decline in blackberry started to hit and apple took over that as being the yeah. secure alternative agencies and government agencies and, and companies are using I, uh, ios devices as their main daily devices yeah. and these devices are going and being uh, that carry you know secure yeah. content and so on so the question would are they violating their uh their business consumers as well uh by going into that now and saying that we're we're and don't get me wrong i understand what they're looking for and i understand that there are obviously there are certain degrees obviously the, the, the causes could be could be argued as this is to protect everybody. I and I sure. understand that part, but there are lines of where this is data, this is metadata, and or hash data, um, and we still haven't even start talking about the fact that if images are altered and how the hash data information gets basically slightly changes, does that make this image one way or another? Uh, and you know, will there be human interaction with the content as well before it's validated and shipped over to other company? Meaning mm-hmm. to validate that what you're looking, at, what the data is, is what the data. You know what I mean? There's a certain, there's a lot of different things. I feel it's just such a weird situation for them to do. It's like, yeah. it's like, like hold on, let me just go back on on what I just build up. Like you said, um, and and you get to the end of that where yeah. I, I, I'm I'm doing the 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 crackpot internet tinfoil hat speculation follow yeah. the money game but i keep running into roadblocks roadblocks i cannot envision apple making a business move like this mm-hmm. which is so polarizing and so controversial unless at the end of this chain they can make more money by by doing this than if they didn't do this and the only thing i keep coming back to are the business models and regions of the world where they likely face resistance in selling their products. And this is their way to help grease the wheels of entering those markets. The, the only reason to, to potentially compromise the, the, the sort of security and, and the privacy of that end consumer, it only makes sense if Apple can make more money by doing it than by not doing it. Absolutely, you're right. right. It feels so cynical. Like I feel like I sound like just the 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 craziest crackpot Apple hater when I say stuff like that. But I haven't seen any data to suggest another reason for them to do this, other than this helps us sell more product by opening potential markets that we more markets have more, yeah to exactly it's um you, you got to think about it at the end of the day i mean having it the, the the flip side of that conversation could also lead into obviously them have making more money because if they are more secure if they are truly holding your back and, and keeping your content secure that's one of the reasons why people would want to go with you and this is I, I understand they're going to lose. They're probably going to use lose a certain number of people, but it's probably going to be drop uh, drop in the mm-hmm. bucket, obviously, for the number of people to, uh, for the number of. I mean, because the math on that have. makes perfect sense in my brain. You're going to lose yeah. what two percent of the crankiest security conscious people in in North America, exactly. And then you get a whole other country that might not have done business with you before. Well, I was going to say, and, and you and you gain like twenty percent or ten percent over uh, absolutely it, in the, in the wins and losses. I obviously you you don't you the math adds up to their favor. Um, it, we're we're going to still see, need to see some more information. I'm not sure if, how 
I'm surprised that there's no more, no, no like um, legislation or anything like that in that matter at all. Like talking about potentially, you know, re, you know, vetoing this type of policy because I don't think this is they can implement that because, like I said, it, they're they're scanning devices that are considered to be in. Well, this is where our legal system is woefully behind. It's one of the things I didn't touch on as much in my Monday morning rant, but you know, unlawful search and seizure. I, I did mention this to me feels like unlawful search. Search. Um, yeah, there's right. there's an amendment against that in in um you know uh, which we amended our our constitution to to represent um, that ideal, but it's so cynical and it's being messaged by apple so aggressively that if you confront this policy it's too easy for them to come back and say well i guess someone is permissive of child abuse i know you know it's we here at apple are really trying to help children and i guess google and microsoft and amazon are just okay with child abuse on their platforms, on their services and on their products. And, and it's, it's like, it's perfectly rigged with one of the most savagely efficient marketing PR departments on the planet. This Mm -hmm. is a trillion dollar company. So they're good at marketing and messaging. And it's almost perfectly designed to be sort of unquestionable. Like to question it means you're in in line with these awful awful people that it's, are it's hurting a, yeah, kids. It's, it's a tough spot to be in. You're right. You're right. It's it's a it's an argument that it, you can't walk into expecting to walk out without looking like something. Yeah. But but it definitely opens up a, a conversation. Like I, I I use my my own NAS for mm-hmm. for you know storing huge chunks of data and it's web enabled and. You know, my wife's phone syncs up with it and that's how we back up all of our stuff. And we've kind of backed off cloud, not because we had any deep seated, you know, untrustingness of our cloud services, but just big box of hard drives is more convenient for us. Like we spent the money on it and we actually Mm -hmm. do get these really great benefits out of it. Um, Now, increasingly, I I feel like that's becoming another opportunity for us to talk about what, what, what exactly is privacy? Where, where does your content belong? Do you own the products that you buy? Cause mm-hmm. it's increasingly feeling like if you buy an Apple product, you don't really own no, it. it. You it, don't really more, have control. Yeah. Over it. It, it's more so year over year with more products, even on Android too, um, to a certain level, you, you really don't really own it. I mean, like you get a copy or you, you buy a phone, um, and there are built-in services, built-in tracking f- uh, features built in from the carriers that you're buying, and you can't even uninstall them without rooting the phone. And even that became more hard because you yeah. can't, uh, you know, bootloaders are becoming locked down tight that you can't, it takes years of development to be able to mm-hmm. unlock them. And by the time it, you do that, it, the phone's irrelevant at that point. It's it's one of those, it's a very different time. Like when we, when I started, when I got into Android, when I got into modding and rooting and, and all of the different functions that we did, it was, it was a different time. Yeah. I don't want to make it sound like it was a long time ago, but it actually wasn't. It was like five, six years ago. Uh, and, oh no! Yeah. I was flashing custom Windows mobile ROMs on my PDA. Oh, absolutely, and stuff, man. I, I was mean, talking only. I'm Android. old. 
<laughs> I, I was only talking Android, but I, like it's exactly what it is. Um, you know, running on Windows Mobile, running. Uh, we, I mean, uh, that there was that enthusiast idea of I can tinker with this. I took a Dremel tool to my uh, what was it, the Apache, the, mm-hmm. the PPC sixty seven hundred with the slide out keyboard. Had a little selfie mirror by the camera that blocked the speaker, so I drilled it out. So I could open up the whole speaker, speaker vent, and... like, like modeling glue to put in a new mesh so I would have a vent so that I wouldn't it, it, get debris inside the phone. Year over year, um, these type of enthusiast type of experiences are, are becoming less and less needed. Um, you know, rooting is less and less relied on. I mean, uh, depending on the countries where you are. Right. So it, it just it's it's changing. It is becoming more like you you're paying for the phone, but you don't really, re- really own the experience on it. Um, you can customize it and you can kind of tailor it, but you're for the most part kind of dealt a hand that from a company and that's what, what it is. And if they choose not to support it and not give you updates, you're left to deal yeah. with by yourself. Or even if they kind of just plan for a certain kind of hardware longevity that you were mm-hmm. hoping to get more out of, uh, you just kind of need to buy a new one. Yeah, Sorry. battery throttling system because of a battery capacity is, so- is, a, is a fun way to do it. So here, here, the, the last little piece of all of this and, and the concern that I've got for this policy, because I, I genuinely want to talk about methods and systems and sort of empowering organizations and law enforcement to better combat this. And I feel this is ultimately going to prove a distraction mm-hmm. that doesn't make the problem better if we're talking about reducing the spread and proliferation of, of, of uh, abusive imagery. Because at some point, if you get a positive in the system, a human needs to get involved to verify it. Mm-hmm. So far, a very limited number of individuals are are kind of legally allowed to have access to this material. And I, I don't know anyone that would want to sit there and sift through the content that might get flagged in the mm-hmm. system and just constantly be, be bombarded by the absolute worst potential aspects of humanity. And and so that's really only a job that a limited number of people can do legally have access to this material to verify whether or not something is illegal, abusive imagery. And that's going to be kind of a weight on law enforcement. So the individuals in law enforcement who are going to be tasked with completing the verification process of whether or not a flagged image or a series of flagged images on someone's iPhone truly is illegal content. Those are individuals that I would much rather have doing the legwork to try and find the next people. Yeah. The the, the people that are going to be creating the next round of awful, awful images, their, their, their talents, their resources, their time, their Mm -hmm. money, their energy, I think would all be put to much better use trying to prevent the the creation of this media as opposed to trying to root out the individuals who may or may not be sharing it in the stupidest way possible uh, on on mobile products and devices when we all are now being told very point blank by the way your phone's going to narc on you yeah i it's going to be one of those conversations it, it, it's you're right um it's still developing and it is something that is sadly outside of our control to a certain point as an end user, you don't really have a way of um, 
it's it's weird you're it, yeah it's like you know you find out your car suddenly is doing something to you that you weren't you're, you didn't know your car should be doing and you thought it was supposed to get you where you need to without having to you know tell everybody in the neighborhood he's driving this way you know kind of thing right. uh, you know like a siren going on but well and um, someone someone was trying to bring up some corollaries to that too i saw one person making the argument like well i mean you can install uh like an obd2 reader in your car that'll narc on you if you drive dangerously but if you drive well then it gives you you know credit. it cuts it, it gives you a credit or it cuts your insurance bill and you're like you missed the core of that where you could you can yeah the state is not mandating that you install one of these in your car so if you want to opt in to a system again i made the joke during during the podcast get get 10 of your friends mm-hmm. and then say oh by the way you know, once a week, a police officer is just going to look through all your stuff. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. He's a trained professional. He's he's very discreet. He's not going to tell anyone what's on your phones. But if he finds anything illegal, then you're probably going to go to jail. Yeah. And you're like, I, 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 I'd have a hard time believing that anyone is going to opt in <laughs> to that, to, to, to that, you know, group law enforcement um uh buddy check i i feel like you would have a lot of pushback but apple trying to cloud this in a bunch of like well ai and ml and hashing and 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 image scanning and metadata and you're like yeah but at the end of the day at some point an innocuous image of you know a family taking a photo of a baby in the bathtub is gonna make it to the fbi it's it's not possible to be validated create. exactly because it's gonna it's it, it to it's a certain not. point you can't it, they, do it. I, I don't I don't believe they're um, that the collection of data that they have is is finite enough to to be able to distinguish between that type of content. Which uh, okay. sadly, all of us, you know, all all new parents Google over like ooh and ah over their babies, and you know they're growing and they're eating, and you know then yeah, there'll there'll be some you know baby and, in the tub kind of thing. And to the same point, because I I know we're, our shows are our shows already running long. We have a ninety minute podcast that's now you know a hundred minutes long. Um, <laughs> did you catch the the news article that Google is going to be implementing a new um a new policy where not only any parent, but mm-hmm. any child associated with, uh, you know, a family, a family Google yeah. account will be able to petition Google to say, remove any link to images of me, remove any personal data to images of me as a minor. That's and you're like, I feel like that's a more important baby step towards mm-hmm. A society that obviously is fueled by a ridiculous amount of advertising and brokering of user data, but that's a respectable position to hold Mm -hmm. where someone can literally say, hey, I'm a minor. (laughs) You shouldn't be able to just plaster the Internet with me. I didn't have a say in the matter because I was three. Cut my data from that image and let me at least try and build my own social media mistakes and embarrassing images <laughs> free of what my parents shared all over Facebook all over. Yeah. No, no, it's true. It's true. We do uh, to, to a certain point. Yeah. As parents, we do and t- tend to use, um, I, I got to do the count. Cause I, I know it, 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 
it, it I've, I've, I've shared a few more, but I want to say, I want to say I may be at eight, eight total images that I've shared publicly of Lex. And um, I think that's pretty good for a five-year-old. That's yeah. I mean, well, I mean, obviously we're way, way ahead. I mean, Omar's been in videos. No, so but I, Omar I, I, can I, contribute to the conversation. Uh, yeah, yeah. Lex is five. And I would say maybe in the next year or two, we can start having some conversations where she, she, she's a savvy little uh, five-year-old today. I've, when absolutely. she's seven, I think she's going to be perfectly able to contribute to a conversation about her likeness going up on social media or being in one of my videos or we can handle that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but like, so when, when Omar says he wants to be a part of your videos, I think he understands yeah. what he's asking. If I ask Lex, she's just going to say, yeah, let's do it. She doesn't have a concept of what that means, you know, sharing your face on the internet. It's when um, my, my, when Omar comes back, it's like, so how many views did that video get? Mm-hmm. Hmm? Yeah. How much money is, how much money does that one? I'm like, I'm like oh, you're kidding me. Really? Who's your agent? <laughs> I love do, it. Do, I'm like, where tell him I used to, I used to be a talent agent. I can, I can represent him really I, well i, I do not want him talking to you right now i do not <laughs> want you and him to meet i just feel you that shouldn't only... be able to enter into a conversation with a child uh where we're talking about likeness use in perpetuity so right. do we want to talk about like a two-year contract on on his images being like being that. used in your production i feel like I, that's reasonable i i i feel like we, <laughs> I, I, okay i'll say this i feel like i've paid enough for pokemon cards <laughs> to cover all of his, you know, ro- your let me talk to you about a Coogan account for <laughs> for child actors. <laughs> this is going to be such a weird. Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I want don't to let him watch guys. this podcast. Um, I'm really hoping he went to sleep already. He should be asleep. He has school in the morning. Um, it, it's one of those things. I think we, we, we do need to talk about it though with our kids. We do need to have a yeah. conversation with them, uh, sure. and they need to understand the fact that you know content online. Is is a big fact. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. once it's online, it's online. Everybody, but you and know, it's so funny, and and this is why I loved this move from Google because it wasn't just oh, when you turn eighteen and you're an adult, then you can petition Google to. Go- I mean, can. like you can start this process as a minor because Google is is at least kind of pointing to the saying like, well, minors' images are being shared. Technically, they don't really have the legal authority to give permission for their likeness to be used in yeah. in these kinds of ways, which we haven't fully explored all of the legal ramifications of digital distribution for consumers. Um, that 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 to me is 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 what's so telling. the The need on this, I kind of feel, up and coming generations are already getting a little savvier. And, and are already feeling a little um, that 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 th- their their likeness being used to get their parents likes and shares and followers is is kind of gross is, is a little distasteful and and again we make such a big deal out of this kind of like influencer economy and we've had some friends that I kind of feel have overshared some of their family moments and trying to build this like Instagram kind of conversation hopefully they'd eventually become these types of influencers or family vloggers or whatever mm-hmm. it is they're trying to do. And so that's just what I think is so fascinating is, is Google sort of pushing this initiative where I think the kids already have a pretty good take on this. And, and I think they're already they're coming the- onto the other side of, nah, I, I mean, at some point I'll probably want to build my own social media following, but 
uh, I don't, yeah. I don't need to be pre-tagged in everything before I get a chance to make my own media and make my own mistakes and, yeah. and, you know, try and build my own, uh, community. I, and, and, and I think to a certain point, uh, he, for us, at least with Omar, he does have aspirations for, you know, live streaming. He wants to do some gaming and stuff like that. He wants to participate and it is something that he wants to do, but you're right. If you are not able to have that conversation or you're not old enough to make that, that, uh, that, um, to grant permission for that content to be used, it is something that needs to be addressed. Uh, and, uh, Hopefully, as you said, you know, this generation is growing up with this. This is how they grew up. Our generation, not the, that I want to date us. I mean, we started, you know, when we used to sit down and read books when we were bored, uh, you know, or or trying to, you know, go outside and play ball when we were bored. And that they, we, don't, we didn't have the Internet as, a, I mean, as when I was growing up as a child and I got introduced to it. So mm -hmm. we are in a lucky position to have experienced all of the era era, right? The being introduced, having to raise a generation in it where my son pinches and zooms everything on a screen without realizing that not everything is a touch screen. <laughs> really? Sure. Like seriously, that, that, that iPad generation, uh, I, I call it like um, everything to them is a pinch and zoom. Like everything is a touch. And I'm like, no, that's a computer. It doesn't have a touch screen. Uh, it, We'll have yeah. to see how things, yeah. I, I mean, I think that's kind of the right note for us to wrap up on. And I think this We're kind done. of dovetailing with the DTO's last comment here, the more tech savvy I get, the more I want to step away from the internet. And and I, 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 I disagree with that precisely because of the kinds of conversations that we're actually having in this chat right now. Yeah. But the tech savvier I get, the more closed off and the more insular I want to create my little pockets of digital friendships. Yeah. I'm way less interested in trying to boost the biggest numbers on social media of always trying to make the, the best SEO for YouTube of improving the time on site for Facebook by making such witty commentary and witty um, content that it makes Facebook better. Um, I'm increasingly like wanting to kind of button down. These are the people that I actually kind of know and you know, I haven't met them face to face, so this is an online conversation, but, mm -hmm. you know, I'll spend more time in, in a little discord group than I will trying to like really make YouTube look super amazeballs and, and hype beast and stuff. Like to me, the, the next phase for me of the internet will hopefully resemble smaller, tighter, more organic friendships communities you actually build on on these kinds of of shared conversations and less like i hope everything i do goes viral you know like that that to me is is kind of the dying trend of the yeah. worst aspects of social media and and the, the the potential for that and what i see coming out of younger generations than me is 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 kind of heading in that direction they're, they're not trying to blow up on Facebook. They're genuinely trying to find these like little insular. It's really, really cool. The hip new startup, the, the trendy new app or service that they can jump on before their parents find out about it. And then when it hits that mass acceptance level, they move on to the next, to the next little indie place where they can have those kinds of conversations free of parental observation. It, 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 and that's usually how it is. You're right. Um, so with that being said, I do want to say, of course, uh, thank you for everybody for hanging out with us. Michael, yeah, Pepper, Tech, everybody else, uh, uh, Gabriela as well. Um, you know, Aditya, as always, uh, 
I hopefully things will will get better. Hopefully things will do. Uh, I know you've been going on through some with some stuff, so I hope I wish you the best, my friend. Um, and you know, we talked about a lot of st- a lot of serious things today. Obviously, some obviously we didn't really mention specifically like the best of our week. I know it's the title of the show. Um, uh, this week has been an interesting week. It's been a very really busy week. Um, and it's still Thursday. There's still another day. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not giving up hope that there'll be more things to do. Um, I, I'm, I'll say this. I'm uh, the best thing of my week really is I'm, I'm glad to be healthy. I'm glad to be still part of this conversation. I'm glad that we're, we're able to discuss these things and be able to uh, explore these topics, um, and kind of recap and see how our lives are going. So sure. unpacked, um, you know, listening, uh, health as well as privacy, those are big things that we should talk about. And we need to be aware uh, and at least have the inclination now that to be able to research it if you want to be able to learn more about it. Um, so uh, with that being said, thank you, Juan, for hanging out again for another week, uh, the best of our week. And we didn't sleep times, through this man. one. I uh, know, we didn't. Oh, we it, made it. That is such a it's so <laughs> weird that we would have similar daily the, the day experience. And just for reference for everybody, we didn't talk all day at, the, no. at to be from the beginning. So we didn't realize that we were going through it. We're but we're we, we're we vibing, man. It's yeah, it's like that we're is, on the wavelength. It's it's that, kind of spooky actually. It, that is it's a little bit, yeah. Uh, but I hope next week we'll be doing much, much better. Um I have a few surprises next week coming up, a couple of uh, a couple of new things devices maybe i don't know um that i'd be hopefully be able to share with you guys some content on and uh trying to get back into the groove of things so mm-hmm. uh yeah for the most part i'm glad uh back glad, glad to be home saturday morning by the way i did the show live from from yeah saturday. that was great dude <laughs> I, I i couldn't i couldn't skip it i had to do it regardless of the fact that it was choppy and and it was not the best quality nah, it was it, it still you had to do out. it absolutely had to so. do it. uh yeah for sure and so uh, good night to everybody if you're going to sleep like as we are um or hopefully you have a great day uh take care of yourself be safe we'll see you in another episode of best of our week sleep week. that's where yeah. i'm a viking <laughs> that's how i like it i win all my battles when i'm sleeping uh, so <laughs> <laughs> take care everybody good night bam <laughs>